0: You have found the land of eos. Here, love, friendship, and peace rule supreme. However, the world is ever expanding, and along with it, denizens of both friend and foe. Things are not always as they seem here. Finding their own strengths and courage within one another is the only way the guardians can survive. Take a listen, friend, here on the Center Chronicles.
1: The door rattles again with an ear-splitting crash, and a roar is heard outside Logic's home. Logic shadow steps to the door and throws it open, ready to fight, only to be greeted by a giant Kodiak bear. Um... Sir?
2: Ma'am? I heard Samina got hurt. I went to her home, found animal carcass nailed to door, and her home destroyed. So now I come to you, nerd boy. Where is our healer?
0: What the hell? Ah,
2: she lives good. What were you doing in my waist?
0: Fwezza? I wondered if I'd be seeing you at... Caucus? Destroyed? What? Hang on, what the... I need some tea. Sam. I got it.
1: Logic turns to the giant bear before him. She's five feet tall at her shoulder and by his guess, seven feet long. Her eyes are brown, and she is covered in scars. A large chunk of an ear
3: is missing. Well, I don't believe we've met. I am Fuerza. me Miza. And you tend to smash doors down. Now, is that just a for fun thing <laughs> or something else? No. If I really
2: hit the door, you will have hope. But my way scouts tell me Sam was injured. I come to see. I have mead; It will heal.
3: Medical
0: alcohol, I hope? No. Just melt your face off alcohol. But it's delicious. Thank you, Za.
1: Za moves the chair out of the way and sits on the floor as Sam joins her and Logic at their table with tea.
0: Okay. What now?
2: What were you doing in my wastes? Where were you? The deep wastes. Even at full speed, I couldn't possibly have gotten there. You didn't answer my question.
0: You knew Hale was
2: about? He hangs out with the bugs and shadow serpents. He always manages to disappear when he hears me. Scorpions say he had some kind of deal with him. A, uh, a food exchange.
0: A what? He's a vegetarian.
3: Normal chinchillas are.
0: He is not.
3: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still back at Scorpion's say? What?
2: After I found out about his treachery, I searched him out, but he must have gone deep underground where I have no influence. Or he's gone, Sam.
0: The bigger critters' logic are sentient. Zah's brought me more than a few over the years to help out. Anyway, yes, for where's I live to heal another day.
2: Good, good. But what were you doing there in the first place? Have you had me with you? Hell wouldn't have been within a five-mile radius. Eclipse sent. Since when do you take orders from dead men?
0: Who said it was orders? I don't do well taking orders from anyone. You just said Eclipse
2: sent. Sounds like order to me.
0: It's not like that.
2: I don't trust him.
0: You don't trust anyone. This not true. (sighs) Okay. Probably none of my business anyway. Do you need anything while you're here? Now, now wait. Fuerza. I am fine. What? Your paw is broken.
1: I have no idea. Sam picks up Fuerza's paw and shows her that it was bent the wrong way. Eh,
0: it's scratch. Logic, can you please hand me the medical scanner? It's in the kitchen.
1: As Logic goes to grab the scanner, Khan and Niz burst through the front door, causing it to finally fall inward, the hinges unable to take the abuse.
3: Brother, are you alright? Sam! We're fine. We have, a. Uh... Guest? What? Oh, well, oh, good. It's not just me. I've been saying that a lot this evening. (laughs) Come along. Is it okay?
0: Would it matter if I said no? (laughs) You're already here.
4: Humor's still intact, I see.
0: Hi, Mr. Bear. Who...
3: Who are you?
2: Hello, Miss. I am Fuerza. Call me that. You know me? I know everyone. It is my job. But you, little one, you
1: will be the one to watch out for. Fuerza rises to leave, the floor creaking beneath her.
3: What do you mean?
1: A smile creeps across the bear's face. And without so much as blinking, she throws a fork at Niz's face. Niz stops it midair. Ah,
2: you've been practicing. Well done. And what if I hadn't? You are stronger than you know. If you hadn't, well, that's why it was fork instead of knife. Also, we happen to be in very skilled healers' home. Enjoy the mead, Sam. You called me. If you need to go to wastes. Otherwise, stay
0: out. Zah, your paw.
1: Fuerza glares at her paw in annoyance and pops it back into place.
0: You really shouldn't be able to do that so easily.
2: You'll get to fix it the next time I'm here for important injury. I'm glad you're okay, Sam. Goodbye, everyone.
1: Without another word, Fuerza takes her leave. Sam sighs and settles herself into a chair, putting a blanket over her lower half.
4: I was wondering if you'd like to go for a stroll in the
3: forests, Sam.
0: Nope.
3: You love going on walks in the forest.
0: Don't feel up to it. Maybe she's not ready just now. Zoss said my burrow was overturned, and there was something on my door. Does anyone know anything about that?
4: Honestly, I kind of thought you'd move here long ago.
0: I'm here more than there. The lab is bigger here, and I have an alarm if someone comes to the burrow in my medical need, but no, I hadn't actually moved in here. Not that it's any of your business.
4: Ms. Maybe it's best if we give them some time. Can I contact you in a few days, brother? Of course. And
3: I'm sorry.
0: Don't you apologize for me. He's being nosy and he knows it. Darling,
3: he's just trying to help.
0: Sure.
4: I'm trying to help, Sam. Truly, I'm sorry for how I have behaved in regards to Riel. But, I think Sel may be able to help. Cell? Whatever. Okay. We'll call
1: in a few days. Take care of her, Logic.
3: Of course. Chat soon.
1: Logic ushers Niz and Khan to the door and takes a few moments to himself before returning to Sam. The pair sits in silence for a few minutes. Logic, thinking on how to proceed, While Sam broods.
3: Stay with me. What? Just, please, stay with me.
0: Why, what good am I? I'm fucked up, so I can't even move right. I don't know how much this is going to affect my job. I can't even join you in singing. I can't even speak right. (sighs) Logic, I can't dance to your music anymore. So so tell me why you would want that kind of burden.
3: Sam, we will figure this out together. I love that you're horribly off-tune when you hung along with me, and I dig the way you talk. You are more brilliant than anyone I know. Other than myself, of course. You are forever giving people hope. And challenging ways of thinking. I want to help you, not because I feel bad for you. Because, let's be real, even if we couldn't fix your tail, you are badass enough To figure out how to make things work.
0: I can't give you kids. He took that too.
3: And spend valuable time away from the labs? Who needs kids? Despite the very
1: real gravity of the
3: situation at hand, Sam begins to laugh. Besides, sweetheart, it's us. I'm pretty sure the two of us can solve nearly anything. Sam considers his words
1: and takes a deep breath.
0: I, I suppose I was rather rude to Khan.
3: A little bit. But to be fair, you have been super nice when it came to him trying to make you forget the conversation with Eclipse.
0: Maybe, but it sounds like he's gonna help us now.
3: Yes, it does.
0: I, uh, I'll, I'll slow everyone down. Maybe you guys can work together and find Raelle.
3: Ha. Silly. You're with me. I think I can come up with something. But I'd also like to point out that Khan did mention visiting a healer.
0: I suspect I know who she is, though we have only vaguely met.
3: How do you vaguely meet someone?
0: You meet them when you and your friends are super injured.
3: Story time?
0: No, I... I don't remember enough. But what I do remember was Khan took on our injuries. The magic is similar to how mine was when I started.
3: I... see?
0: (laughs) When I first began healing, it was uh, less healing and more giving my health so they could heal faster whilst I took on their pain.
3: Um, Ow.
0: Yeah, we had pools deep in the forest that would ease the ache, but it super sucked. Upside. I do have a great pain tolerance. Yeah that's an upside. I learned other methods. Eventually.
3: That you did.
0: I'm kinda tired.
3: Hmm. A lot of excitement's happened today. I'm gonna go fix the door and clean up your tea. Go on up there and I'll just be with you in a while, okay?
0: Okay. I'll see you in a bit.
1: Logic waits until she is deeply asleep before slipping out of his home and making his way to Sam's burrow. He removes Hale's handiwork from her door and goes into her home, gently looking through and finding her favorite comfort items. He leaves behind a small camera hidden amongst the wreckage in the chance of Hale's return... leaves, joining Sam for rest. A few days later, Khan calls on the communicator once more. Hello?
4: Hey, brother.
0: Is that Khan? I owe him an apology.
4: No, she doesn't.
0: Okay,
3: I'm not a carrier pigeon.
4: Would any of you like to go for a walk out in the forest? We aren't in any hurry after all.
3: Oh, she's up to speed. What? She and I put our heads together and came up with something that helps her. And even if we hadn't, you know as well as I do that she's too damn stubborn to stay laid up for too long.
4: Fair enough. So you intend, 10, the head of the forest.
3: Sure thing. Are you going to call the others?
4: Out of respect for Sam and her privacy, I hadn't planned on it.
0: Thank you.
3: Sam...
1: Logic, Khan, and Niz meet close to fifteen minutes later, just outside of the forest. Sam was indeed keeping pace with Logic, and even the frozen part of her tail end was moving the way it should. How are you doing that?
0: Science and medicine. Can we not stay up, please?
4: Of course. I apologize. I was only curious. The implications that sort of device could have on medicine.
0: Would be astounding. Luckily, thus far, not many of us have landed ourselves partially paralyzed. But if you want the info, Logic and I can share it later. Where are we going?
4: Right. We're going to see an old friend. We may be walking for quite some time. So, if not only you, but anyone needs a break, it's fine.
0: Lead on. I admit, I've spent a ton of time in the forests. I've never seen anybody.
4: That's because, respectfully, you don't know where to look.
0: That's really fair, actually. Usually, I'm out here to clear my head. I'm not looking for folks.
4: And these ones won't be seen unless they choose to be, so...
0: There's more than one?
4: You didn't really think we're the only sentient creatures in these lands, did you?
0: Of course not. I know of plenty of sentient creatures in the wastes.
3: And there's sentient creatures in the forests. Well, yeah. All kinds of animals live here. Not animal. What?
1: Khan leads them on into the forest, pointing out the birds, certain trees, and unique plant life. You haven't answered me. No, I didn't. I want to show you
4: instead. Or rather. Allow them to show themselves, if they're willing to. They know we're here, and they can also hear us.
0: Yeah, that's not ominous or anything.
1: (laughs) Sorry. The group travels for a while in a comfortable quiet. Khan appears to track something, but not anything that the others can decipher. Khan? Yes? I know I'm not the tracker that you are, but, um... We have passed that pond about four times
0: now.
4: We have. She's playing with us.
1: She who? The queen, of course. Ah, there's the tree. Before them stands a very old, very large, and healthy tree. Its branches create an entire canopy all its own, and its trunk is easily a mile thick.
0: Whoa. How how have I never seen this tree?
4: As I said, you have to know where to look.
0: Well, you didn't know where to look.
4: <laughs> and permission. Permission helps,
1: otherwise you are correct in this. You will go in circles. As they approach the tree, Khan puts his hand out and stops the group as an arrow sails right past his ear, burying itself deep into the ground at their feet.
4: Hello. We are friends, here with permission from the Queen.
3: Based on the angle of the arrow and the general trajectory that came from right... Oh! Oh my. Well... Hello there. From the tree above,
1: a silver-haired elf drops to the ground below. We have elves here?
4: We are here to see the Queen.
1: The rest of the party stares up at the trees as, one by one, more and more elves appear. They make no sound as three more drop from the branches down to the forest floor. None of them look happy, and each has an arrow knocked facing the group. Khan remains unfazed and watches the elf that fired the first arrow.
4: There's no need for hostility. Truly, we mean no harm. You all know me. I've been visiting the Queen
1: for years. The group of elves surrounding Khan, Niz, Sam, and Logic watch in stony silence.
4: She said she would meet with me and my friends. She was excited to meet Niz.
3: Hey, uh... Khan? Is there a problem?
4: No, she's just being dramatic.
1: (sighs) elves. At the sound of Con's voice, there's a gentle rumble, and a stunning elf steps from behind the tree. If starlight had form, this creature's robes is what they would be made of, and she herself, the moon. She has pale skin, silvery blonde hair, and eyes as green as the trees that surround her.
0: Hello Con.
1: The Center Chronicles is a Land of Eos production Written by L.B. with music and audio engineering by Jacob Howard Featuring the voices of the cast in order of appearance Shinkibi as the introducer Gavin Cash as the narrator Big Bees as Fuerza, Jacob Howard as Logic Jillian as Sam Ancel Deep Voice Guy as Khan And Night Goddess as Niz The Center Chronicles is a free weekly podcast that you can enjoy on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. The next episode airs Monday, September 4th. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, please like, comment, and subscribe. Give us a rating and let us know who your favorite character is. Until next time, friends.